You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of the, out of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to center and you were playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight room and watched the watch workout in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it and I run it back to the Biggest, biggest mistake we ever made. The Martin Houston Show with national championship winning fullback Martin Houston. Giving you one hour of intense, hard-hitting analysis from an insider's perspective. It's time for the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Good morning. Welcome into the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, the Martin Houston Show fan page on Facebook. It is a beautiful Friday morning. It is the eve of Alabama versus Mississippi State. It's the eve of Halloween, and it's the eve of Nick Saban's birthday. So we got a great show lined up for you as we prepare to move forward want to encourage you to join the program and the conversation at 205-342-9904. The Taco Casa hotline is open for business. Taco Casa, quality, taste, value under the biggest cash. Lunch options, you can't find any better. Dine-in, carry-out, as well as the drive through are all open for business to better serve you. That's Taco Casa, Taco Casa. Dot com. Remember that this is a day that the Lord has made, so let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone. You be the difference you want to see in the world today. As I said, we have a great show lined up for you, so we want to get right into that conversation. Uh, we're going to look at uh, a great in a couple of positions. Keys to the victory, player, potential players of the game, what Nick Saban had to say. We'll also have true false here in just a moment. But before that, just a couple big stories maybe that may be of interest to you. Uh, Julio Jones last night had a big night for the Atlanta Falcons, and he has moved into number two overall in terms of a couple of the key categories in the NFL, only trailing uh, the uh, legendary uh, Jerry Rice and and well on his way uh, to possibly – passing Jerry in a couple of key statistics, one of those being the total number of yards uh, needed in order to uh, become the all-time yard gainer in his first uh, 10 seasons. With eight games left, Julio Jones only needs 467 yards to pass Jerry Jones. uh, I mean, Jerry Jones. uh, Jerry Rice, uh, who had 13,275 yards in um, 10 seasons. Julio Jones currently sitting at 
12,709. So he's well on his way there. He's second in 35, I mean, in 125-yard games. Uh, he's 35th uh, game was last night, uh, and he's tied with Randy Moss with that lead. Expect him to pass and be sitting only second once again to Jerry Rice. So kudos to Julio Jones. Uh, sometimes I think uh, Joe Julio, how great he really is, uh, is hurt because he hasn't he haven't gotten that championship ring yet, even though he should have had it a couple years back. Uh, but uh, Julio Jones is a, is really really a special special uh, player uh, in terms of what he's been able to do. Absolutely. He was special uh, when he came to Alabama uh, and, and really changed the culture and really sparked the recruiting of uh, elite talent. And he, he has just carried carried all that into the NFL and had a special career in the NFL despite uh, the kind of the, the success of the team around him. Yeah, he and what's his name currently set, uh, sit as the, you know, they do the duo uh, in terms of reception. Um Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison, I think they have like 950 <laughs> uh, connections. Uh, but sitting second is Matty Ice and, and Julio uh, going into last night's game. I think they had 813, and I think he had seven receptions last night. So, uh, but but just he, he's going to leave it as one one or two in virtually every category. Uh, but by the time he retires, and that's despite you know having to me an injury late in career, so maybe they can get it together and get over the top eventually. A couple other quick stories before we get to true false. Uh, reminding Alabama, hey, Fox News doing us a favor. The early game, they're going to show Tua Tungavaloa versus uh, the Rams in his first start. Uh, he has a pretty tall order going against Aaron Donald, uh, one of the most dominant interior defensive linemen in the game, uh, potentially ever when it comes to pass rush. And, of course, Jalen Ramsey at cornerback. So not an easy task for Tua's first start, uh, but we will be able – to catch that, and then of course, uh, big news uh, that uh, Trevor Lawrence tested positive for COVID nineteen, and big news in the sense that uh, he's probably the biggest name player to to test positive, or it, the news be released that he tested positive. So, uh, just a couple of stories there uh, around the sports world. We'll have others. Uh, time permitting, but let's get into true false. I toss it over the glass to you, Joe, for uh, a Friday edition of true false. Well, Martin, I'm happy it's Friday. We are on a football Friday. Uh, got a lot of high school action tonight, college and pro on deck this weekend. Let's kick off with true false with the Hawaiian Prince. You just mentioned Tua Tungvaloa will be making his first NFL start against the LA Rams. So true or false? Tua Tungvaloa is ready for this moment and will play well in his NFL debut and win against the LA Rams. Oh, wow. Let me see. Uh, true, I think he's ready. I think they took their time in getting him prepared uh, in, in terms of what he's able to do. Uh, I think uh, he will have a good game, but I think Cam Newton gave him some advice. Hey, know what you do well. And, and don't do it. The, the, my biggest question for Tua Tungvaloa, J, uh, Joe, going into this game is, has he learned take the play, and if the play's not there, throw it away. Do not 
try to make something out of everything. Uh, and if he's done that, I say he plays well. Um, the, the, the Dolphins have been playing well the last couple of weeks. Uh, I'm going to say Tua continues that process. And if Tua plays well, if I say true to that part, then him playing well along with the way the Dolphins have been playing as a whole, uh, they get to win over the Rams. So true. I know we'd all like to see Tua come away with a victory in his first big Absolutely. game. That'd be awesome. You also hit on Trevor Lawrence, and so Trevor Lawrence is the big the big story over the last twelve hours, uh, testing positive for COVID nineteen, which puts his status against the Notre Dame Fighting Irish next week in doubt. It looks like he's not going to play this week against Boston College, but that's less um, a lot a lot less high profile. So true or false, Clemson needs Trevor Lawrence to beat Notre Dame. I, I've not seen their backup quarterback, um, so I'm I'm just you know going off of uh, you usually don't drop off. I mean, you usually do drop off when you go from a Trevor Lawrence to a uh, a backup. Uh, Notre Dame's playing well right now, um, and so it makes this game a lot more interesting than it would have been otherwise. Uh, but I'm not one of those that say that Clemson is good only because they play in the ACC. Uh, I, I think Clemson is is a very talented team outside of their quarterback, uh, and I think they have one of the best running backs in the country. Uh, so I'm going to say false. Uh, well, true in the sense of that that it's important that he's out, but I'm going to say that I think Clemson still has – the ability to win this game in a different way in a closer game against Notre Dame. Just ride that, ride that Travis Etienne. He's a pretty special running back. He, he is. <laughs> so it's Nick Saban's birthday tomorrow, Martin. And so we all know Nick Saban has, he's a little bit, um, unusual uh, per se uh, with his work ethic and his laser focus. True or false, Nick Saban will celebrate his birthday tomorrow in some sort of way even though it is game day. Uh, no. <laughs> I would be Nick Saban celebrate or Nick others celebrating. Let me, let me, let me answer it that way. Uh, as far as coaches it's probably just another day uh, for him. Um, but I'm going to tell you one of the things that has changed for him is the grandbabies, uh, Joe. And, um, I'm sure that daughter, uh, wife and grandbabies will have, uh, some cake either early or late, uh, for coach Saban. So he probably would not do anything to celebrate it at all. Uh, but they will interrupt his day. Uh, even if it's for a few moments just to, to wish him a happy birthday. I will not be surprised if there's not a granddaddy quote somewhere uh, on tomorrow. Well, you can't turn away the uh, the daughter, the wife, and the grandchildren, so he's got to give in right. to that for sure. <laughs> Martin, we're halfway through the Alabama season now, uh, and so we've, so we've got five five games to, to watch the Alabama defense and to see some of the incoming new players. In the offseason, Will Anderson got a lot of love and a lot of hype. So true or false, Will Anderson, five games in the season, has lived up to the hype. Uh, I would say I would say false that he's lived up to the hype. Uh, but I would say um, has he played um, well as a true freshman? And had he 
had we had we me I not put so much on him, would he be playing well? I would say yes. If that that makes sense, the the hype uh, next Derek Thomas uh, lead the team in sacks, uh, unblockable. You know all of those things that all those accolades that we were putting on him that he never said himself. Uh, I think put. Uh, such a burden on him that it would be hard for him uh, to to be living up to that level of hype uh, week in and week out. But do I think he has played well for a freshman? Do I think he's getting better as a freshman? Do I think that by the end of the year he'll be doing some of those things uh, that we thought he would be doing right off the bat? I would say that would be true. What are your thoughts in terms of how he's played. I think he's played I think he's played well for a freshman. I think that people when when you say next Derek Thomas, that made me yeah. that may, that makes me nervous. Uh, not not you Martin, just the proverbial you. It makes me nervous yeah, that, to hear to hear that people are talking about oh next Derek Thomas. I think that's a that's a pretty high bar. And so yeah. I think he's played well well uh, I mean, getting onto the field at Alabama as a true freshman, you're playing well already. Uh so I I I, I think he's doing well uh, so far getting used to college football. I, I do too. I think the adjustment and the speed of the game, he's getting there. Um I I I think the biggest thing, he's probably think about this. We talked about this the other day about bad angles from our outside linebackers uh, on a pass rush, would you say he's probably missed three or four sacks at least where if he knew – I think the speed of the quarterbacks at the college level is so much faster than what he faced in high school. So he's taking the wrong angle and he's leaving his feet about a step too early. Yeah, if I agree with that. If he adjust that, I think he'll be even better. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. If he he's gotten around the edge a couple of different times uh, this year and 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 missed once he's got to the quarterback, uh, right. I, I definitely agree with that. That the, just getting used to the college game and the, the level of athlete that a lot of these college quarterbacks are, uh, we'll we'll see him continue to improve in time. Yep. I got one more for you, Martin, before we hit the break. Okay. And you go, and you know, I got to finish it up with Najee Harris. So Najee is ahead of both Derrick Henry and Mark Ingram's Heisman winning seasons through five games, uh, as far as rushing yards and rushing touchdowns. Uh, he's beating both of their Heisman seasons, 2009 and 2015. True or false? Najee Harris will get the respect on the level of Derrick Henry and Mark Ingram, even if he doesn't win the Heisman trophy. I, I will say true because I think if he continues, of course he has to continue. I think if he continues this pace, um, he he is going to end up in in New York. Um, uh, and and if he outpaces those two guys, um, and no one was like a bigger critic of him than me, so uh, he's already earning that respect from me. So if he can win me over. Uh, I'm sure he can win over a lot more Alabama fans. He just needs to finish. And I think the loss of Waddle may actually not just rushing yards, uh, Joe, he may end up with uh, more receiving yards than, than, than Trent, Mark, and Derek had. He may have that many in one season than they had in their careers because I think that he is going to – 
become more and more important to the passing game uh, while still remaining the workhorse uh, in the running game. So uh, without a doubt, I think he may leave here as one of the most respected running backs uh, in the history of Alabama, regardless of whether he wins the Heisman or not, because I think he's going to leave here as an all-time leading rusher. I think so as well, and he's uh, roughly 600-some yards away from getting that all-time leading rusher, and he's actually now at, uh, I believe, eight rushing touchdowns away from Mark Ingram's mark of all-time leading uh, uh, rushing touchdowns. Yeah, and at the pace he's going, he's gonna he's gonna shatter that record. He's he's gonna end up somewhere in that twenty. I'm just talking about the ten game season. I'm not even counting the the um, the the SEC championship game and postseason. If he gets to those, he's gonna shatter the records. But I think he may end up in that twenty three to twenty eight touchdown range for the regular season, which is absolutely a special, special season. No matter who you're comparing him to, uh, with those numbers, uh, I think he at this point, uh, what was it? Ricky Williams is the only guy who had more touchdowns uh, than uh, Najee Harris through five games. So he's off to a very special season. Absolutely. I've, I've loved watching it so far and hope to con- continue seeing that uh, throughout the rest of the year. Absolutely. Yeah, well, that wraps up the True False Edition. Coming back on the other side, we'll get to callers. So if you want to be in on the conversation, 205 342 9904, the Taco Casa hotline is open for business. We'll also transition over to just to give a couple grades. Uh, I'll get Joe's thoughts on a couple positions. And if you want to give your grade for the Alabama offense, defense, or uh, special grouping, uh, position grouping, you're welcome to do that once again on the Taco Casa hotline. Taco Casa, quality, taste, value under the biggest cactus in town. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, as we get started on our Friday morning, no active wrecks, traffic light around town. It's steady on the interstate. Of course, if you see conditions, just give us a call, 205-886-8886. Just two days left to take advantage of tremendous savings at Townsend Nissan with great cash back offers and extra rebates. I'm Captain Ray. A cool day today with a sunny sky, Tuscaloosa's high 65, clear tonight, the low 47, and for the weekend, mostly sunny tomorrow and Sunday, highs between 70 and 73, much cooler Monday, the sky's sunny with a high at 59. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. Scott Smith and Southmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit them online at southmarkdesign.com. Interact with the Martin Houston Show by calling us at 205-342-9904 or tuning into the Martin Houston Show on Facebook. You're back in with the Martin Houston Show. Remember the great folks over at Overflow Express Wash. OverflowExpressWash.com is where you can find them online. Overflow Express Wash membership packages 
starting as low as uh, $23.99 in terms of unlimited wash. You can go there, $23.99, find them on Skyland Boulevard in a second location coming over in Northport just before you start up the hill uh, to um, Chick-fil-A. Uh, just past the Ace Hardware Shopping Center there. So go check them out right now at Skyland Boulevard, right next door to Alabama One. That is Overflow Express Wash, overflowexpresswash.com. All right, let's continue the conversation. Uh, I'm going to start looking at grades here, but before we get into that conversation, we have Pat, uh, who wants to get in on the conversation. Pat, you in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, man? Good morning, Martin. Uh, and the first thing Coach is going to do in the morning, he's going to get up. He's going to have a cup of coffee and an oatmeal cream pie. And but now Miss Terry might possibly uh, take and put a candle on that oatmeal cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that's going to happen. <laughs> that, uh, that's going to happen. And uh, hey, but true or false is what I wanted to get in with you. Uh, yeah, I yeah, that's have fine. A true or false question, and that go, is, go ahead. Didn't ask you a question. Uh huh. Okay. I, uh, my true or false question is: Is Coach Saban going to use ground control to take the air out of the air raid? Uh, uh, I would say uh, true. I think that um, you we would do that anyway um, in, in terms of, of this game, but I, I think with without a doubt, I think even in the passing game when we use the passing game, I think we'll do more play action passing uh, uh, off of the running game. So I'm gonna totally agree with you that part of the way to defend the air raid is going to be to to run the ball. Uh, he even talked about how this team has been able to take the air out of the ball uh, when we had to down the stretch in the fourth quarter. I think we may come out with some of that uh, mindset at the beginning, Pat. And, you know, I don't care who you are. If you have to cover for 50 to 55 times, the likelihood of you giving up some big plays go up, the defensive line gets tired, so yeah, you know, as a, as an offensive coach, you you can help your defense tremendously by um, getting, get, I mean, controlling the ball, and then of course our defense has to get off the field on third down. Oh, I'll tell you what, I'm more excited about uh, tonight, and uh, that is being uh, not being able to sleep. Uh, about this ball game and about what's going to happen tomorrow than I would be if I was 11 years old on Christmas Eve. Because, <laughs> Why are you so excited about this game? Because of the possibility of what's going to be announced uh, prior to this ball game uh, in uh, one Sage Run. And, that, and, I'm, and the reason I'm so excited about Sage Run is that when he gets to Alabama, with our uh, strength and conditioning coaches and their ability to coach speed, that he's already in the uh, sub four or five range, and he is a very very special explosive uh, kick returner also. 
And uh, I'm just getting so excited about this uh, possibility. And from everything that I'm reading, it's going to happen. What do you think? Well, well you know, the uh, Sanceri, uh Tito is notorious for putting out, you know, tweets, Pat, when there's an announcement coming. And did you see where he put out his uh, little tweet about TikTok, TikTok, um, <laughs> which, which which insinuates that there's a big announcement coming? The question, uh, though, that people ask is, uh, is that regarding um, the 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 Sage player or the Sorry kid, the four star athlete out of Florida that has a really good. Um, relationship with uh sal and so the question that people are asking is they think sage may go as well but they they think it's a possibility that the four-star athlete uh sorry out of uh, florida uh, may make a commitment as well because uh he didn't give a time frame but he said a commitment was coming soon and so who knows alabama could get big news on on two fronts, so uh, we'll we'll keep our eyes out. But I definitely think that uh, come Monday we'll be either talking about Sage Ryan and uh, Sorry out of uh, Florida, or we'll be talking about both of those guys, one one or and or both. Uh, That would sure take the wind out of the snake sails from Georgia. Yeah, and and, and as well as LSU, (laughs) if we get. You know, Sage Ryan, that would be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, hey, that, that would they be may huge. be. Hey, oh, well, this new quarterback, if he goes in there and, and whips Auburn tomorrow, that, uh, hey, <laughs> Fat Boy may, may save his contract, you know. But, yeah. and, he's, and he's not big as he used to be, bless his heart. We shouldn't talk about him like that. He, uh, he, can't, he can't help it. The cage is down there to cook well. Thanks, Pat. Hey, have a blessed day, Martin Houston. Thank you, likewise. All right. Let's bring in Lake Martin. John, you're in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, man? Hey, man, it's just a wonderful morning down here on the lake because we don't have any power, and that means I don't have any coffee and stinking LSU coffee cup. So it's all good, man. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Oh, man. I'm just so proud of Julio Jones. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I think he's just uh, – when somebody – I don't know if it's you or Joe used the word special. He's a special player, and he certainly is. And we use that word often, but, boy, I can think of about three or four players is all that really deserve that term. But he's one of them. I wanted to also ask you about, you know, in your uh, true or false things, I believe you were talking about Clemson being okay – against Notre Dame with Trevor Lawrence. I kind of I kind of been looking at Clemson lately kind of like Auburn when uh when they had Cam. And I don't know if Auburn had lost Cam uh that they would have won any of their many of their big games. I know they Al- have Auburn would have been Auburn would have been maybe uh a 500 team or or maybe eight and four in a regular season without Cam. I mean, they, they yeah. he won probably at least four games single handedly uh, uh, against um, uh, several opponents uh, right. in, 
but but I don't think that I don't think Clemson is in that that boat. I think Clemson um, has has a lot more talent. Um, you know, and, and last year when when Trevor went down uh, in the year before, uh, they had I, I don't know who the backup quarterback is. That's what my only hesitation this uh-huh. year. I I don't know. But I know that that if they have a quarterback that that is serviceable, their offensive line and their running game is enough against Notre Dame. I don't think Notre Dame is a very physical football team. Um, and I think that Clemson's running game would be able to override them. That's my only reason for saying that. If it was someone I else, you. I may have a little different opinion. But, you know, like you were saying, there is a difference between uh, the running backs, the receivers, and the line there at Clemson than there was at the Auburn. A lot of difference. So, and that might be it. I was just going to let you go with one thing. I bet you, uh, I bet you know my uh, second cousin, uh, Thad Turnipseed. <laughs> yeah, Thad and I were here together. Uh, speaking, we're here. I was going to say, speaking of Clemson, you know, he, I kind of, Black sheep team when he went to Clemson, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that, no. Uh, and Randy Moore, been, uh, I don't know if you were familiar with Randy. Now Randy was my first cousin. He and I were the same age. We grew up together. I don't know if you were familiar with Randy. He was a tight end at Alabama. Uh, Randy Moore, M O O R E. That's my last name. He was a, yeah. a tight end, uh, and uh, the year after he graduated, he was killed by a drunk driver on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, uh, wow. But Randy Moore uh, was Thad Turnipseed's uncle. Okay, I did not. Yeah. I, I did not know Randy. Uh, Late Martin John is, is. This is gonna probably shock you. I did not know uh, if it wasn't a big name Alabama guy. Right. I didn't know a lot of the guys before I got here uh, because I grew up uh, for that. My 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 four years of high school uh, almost the entirety was spent pulling and cheering for uh, those guys on the other side of the state. Yeah, <laughs> I but... went to my senior year. Uh, I went to seven Auburn games and had never even been to Tuscaloosa to my official visit. Oh, well, <laughs> you, you saw the light and, and we all have that moment in our life. And I'm grateful for that's, it, Martin. Listen, my friend, you have a good day, buddy. All right. That's what I always tell people. You know, I, I, I grew up a center and got right, and I grew up an Auburn fan and got right. So, uh, so. But anyway, thanks, thanks, Martin John. All right, coming back on the other side, uh, we'll get to Ellis, uh, who's holding, and then we'll also get to some grades for the Alabama Crimson Tide and keys to victory for what Alabama needs to do in terms of taking down the Mississippi State Bulldogs. You're listening to the Martin Houston Show and we're able to do it each and every day because of the great folks at over at Alabama One. Alabama One, whether you're looking for an auto loan, mortgage, uh, business loan, uh, financial uh, advice from an investment standpoint, insurance needs, whatever it may be, uh, Alabama One can assist you. You can go to alabamaone.org and find out more information about all of those great services and more because we are there to serve you. It's Alabama One, one together. Tide 100.9 traffic. 
from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks. Roadways looking good on a Friday morning, the day before Halloween. If you do see conditions, just give us a call, 205-886-8886. Great savings, tremendous October deals with extra rebates at Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99, going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package, drop a penny, and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right next door to Alabama One, or you can find them online at overflowexpresswash.com. Andy Phillips and his team look forward to making you a part of their tour. Nick Saban calls it the process. John Maxwell said that everything rises and falls on it. And Coach Wooden said it's what you learn after you think you know it all that makes the difference. What am I talking about? Leadership and personal development. Is your organization, your school, your church, your family, are they receiving the proper level of leadership development and personal development? If not, the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring can help you with that. We have our pep talks, which is a one to one and a half hour lunch and learn, which we can customize to meet your needs. Or we have some topics that we present that we know can help your organization. And if you're looking for one-on-one mentoring and coaching, we can also assist you with that. Visit peptalks35.com. That's peptalks35.com. Or send an email to martin at martinhouston.org. That's the Empowerment Center for Leadership and Mentoring. Welcome back to the Martin Houston Show. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. Thanks to the great folks over at South Mark Design, the official outfitter of the Martin Houston Show. We're able to do this each and every morning from 6 to 7 a.m., Southmark Design, 205-292-4680, the official outfitter of the Martin Houston Show. Give them a call. Scott Smith and his team, once again, would love to serve you. And that number is 205-292-4680. Let's get to Ellis, who's been patiently waiting. Ellis, you're in with the Martin Houston Show. What's on your mind, man? Did I hear that right? You used to be on the other side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I, you heard that. Absolutely that. correct. <laughs> that's the first time I've known that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, um, growing up, I, uh, Ellis, um, kind of tell you the, the, the story behind it is uh, my, my head coach, high school uh, coach had attended the University of Alabama, but something happened. 
here and he ended up transferring back to Jacksonville State. He was an All-American and just a dominant player uh, and would have been a dominant player here, but I'm not going to get into the story behind what happened here that caused him to leave. But um, but his son was an All-American. His He had two boys that played at Auburn. His oldest was an Parade All-American, and he was just big-time offensive lineman as well. And they were recruiting him. And as a freshman, um, I came back in the day, Ellis, when it was, you know, junior high, where the eighth and ninth grade played together. And then varsity was 10th, 11th, and 12th. Well, at the end of my ninth grade year, I got to come up uh, and play with the varsity. Uh, and I was ninth grader, but I was 5'10, uh, probably 235. And we're playing against Shelby County, and I get to play uh, after three guys, three linebackers got hurt. <laughs> I was like the fourth guy on the depth chart. And, uh, and they put me in. And in a quarter and a half, I had like five or six sacks because <laughs> they put me at nose tackle, stand-up nose tackle anyway, in a 7-1, oh. and they had not practiced it. And Auburn saw that film and started recruiting me. Uh, they were they were looking at him, of course, and they saw me, started recruiting me. And I went to six Auburn games uh, every year uh, of my high school or more every year. So, uh, yeah, I was a big-time Auburn guy. <laughs> That's why Dang. you hear Coach die. You ever, you ever listen to my intro? Yeah. That, that's why you hear Coach Die say that because the entire time they were recruiting me as a, a fullback and I liked them, they liked me and, and all of that. And then um, uh, ironically, the first time I saw Alabama play, it was a the year they were redoing Legion Field the first time where they put uh, the upper deck up on one side. So all of the home games yeah. were in Birmingham. So I never got to come to Tuscaloosa. And when I went, uh, first time I saw Alabama play, they played against Florida. Emmett Smith, uh, Lewis Oliver was a defensive back. And Florida beat us really bad. I decided quietly that day that I was going to go to Alabama, but I never told anyone. Holy moly. That's awesome. <laughs> That's an awesome story. And I that can't tell is. you. I can't. T- and I can't tell you why I decided because Alabama got beat really bad. But they had uh, Bo Wright, Doug Allen were the two fullbacks at that time, and then um, Kevin Turner was a redshirt freshman. Um, he was on the team, but but he was injured. Wayne Shaw um, was. Um, uh, a, a, a fullback on that team, and when I signed, he was uh, injured. And Robert Stewart was playing linebacker, uh, and William Kent was playing uh, tailback. And when I showed up the first day at practice, all four of those guys, all those guys I just named, minus Bo Wright and Doug Allen, who were seniors, were all playing fullback. So uh, by the time I got here, even though I thought I had a legit shot, there was five guy, four guys in front of me on scholarship. But it, it turned out okay, though, Ellis. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. It did. It really did. Uh, I I was I was wanting to know about our uh, tight end, uh, I, the one that got the one that's kind of iffy, kind of gimpy a little bit. Uh, four stall. 
Miller? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've not I heard anything. I was talking to Joe about it, and uh, he said that, you know, Coach Saban didn't say anything about him, but I remember that he's kinda, his ankle was kind of iffy at one time. But he, he came back from the ankle. The last thing that happened was his shoulder. Um, but uh, I've not heard anything to indicate that he would not be back um, ready to play. I think that's part of what uh, Coach Saban was talking about when he was saying, uh, I need guys to choose uh, energy over feelings, meaning that, hey, uh, there's a lot of guys, what he was saying without saying is there's a lot of guys with bumps and bruises and aches and pains and soreness. And if you start yeah. giving in to those things versus choosing to, you know, to, to focus on giving great effort, then those bumps and bruises will magnify and multiply and, and cause you to play, you know, less than. So um, mm-hmm. I, I think that's what he was, He, you know, Miller was probably one of those guys that he was speaking to through the media when he was saying that because Miller's had some bumps and bruises in terms of shoulders and ankles and back. And, you know, and that's, that's kind of been his, his motto. Uh, unfortunately, he's had a lot of uh, injuries in his career, but he Saban was encouraging him and others to push through those things because everybody is beat up at this point. No one's 100% healthy and you have to choose to, to fight through it and play with great effort, or you can give in to how you feel. I got to listen to a little bit of that, and every time he talks to the media, he's uh, talking to the media, but he's really talking to his players. Yeah. Yep. Because uh, you can, you uh, you know, you can tell, you know. But uh, that's what I would want to know. And uh, uh, one more thing, you always talk about overflow car wash. Okay, I got to yeah. ask you something. I know you went. Go ahead. You, you know you graduated back in that. Do you remember the car wash that was on the corner of uh, 15th Street and uh, University Boulevard? 15. Let me let me get 15th Street and University Boulevard. 15th and University. Do they intersect? No, oh yeah, all the way down at the bottom. Man, that's a. Well, at Veteran Memorial Parkway yeah. now. I think that's what we're talking about. Uh, yeah, in University, out in the Cottondale area. Go ahead, you know, where, you know, right across from the University Mall. Right there at that red light. Ain't that 15th Street in University right there? No. And McFarland. McFarland. Across from the mall, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get it confused. There, there's an old yeah. filling station that's still standing right there. Well, right across yeah. from there, there used to be a Tide Pride car wash. I don't know if you remember it or not. I remember Tide Pride uh, car wash from many moons ago. Yes, yeah. That's, that's been a while. See, I used to live in I used to live in Tuscaloosa, and uh, okay, I used to that car wash stayed packed all the time right there. Yeah, they had a great location. That's the key with car washes. That and restaurants. But, uh, no, I just thought I'd ask you that. I don't know why I was thinking. It's been a long time since I've lived down there, so I get the streets mixed up. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, that's McFarland 
the mall, the street that runs in front of uh, the mall is McFarland and it intersects uh, 15th Street right there in front of the mall. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, so what uh, can I give some grades? Or are you just doing yeah, that? Yeah, no, well? you're you're fine. Yeah, what what you got for me? What who you want to grade? Uh, the offense, I want to give an A plus. Uh, agree. <laughs> uh, defense, uh, C minus. Oh wow, man, C minus. Well, yeah, that, well, that, it's a start. They're doing better now, you know, but. Uh, they were an F uh, then three weeks ago, right? If they're C minus yeah. now, you had to have them at maybe maybe D minus or an F. Do you get a plus on the F? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I never did. I got used back when I was in school. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but but that's uh, pretty that's a pretty harsh grade on the defense, uh Ellis. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't give them an A, but a C minus, man. Well, we're hey, Ellis. Let me ask you this real quick before I let you go. Then, if they're a C minus, where can they improve to get to um, a, a C plus, or, or at least a B, maybe even a B minus? What what would what would you want to see Saturday that would make you grade them out uh, a little bit higher, maybe even a B minus? Get back there to the quarterback and sack them and tackle All right. better. Pass. We want to see. We don't want to just see pass rush. We want to see sacks, not just hurry. We want to see the quarterback on the ground, right? Yeah, on the ground. Okay. All right. Get, I, I can, get back I can there. see, see that, spe- that being a- Special teams, I got to give it an A plus because we've got a field goal kicker now. You know that most people only grade special teams based off of the kicker and not off of all the other aspects of special teams. But uh, so, so are, are special teams an A? Well, you, uh, because you we got we have a punter that may have to be, you know, he might be bringing up the, the rear, maybe in a C, C minus. Uh, he, he, he may be even, uh, he may even be a D as far as the punter. Uh, well, you know, and, and, and then I well, and kick that, coverage as well, Martin. Not so good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is when you look at when you look at our overall special teams, uh, we got a good kicker, field goal kicker this year. Our return game really hasn't been used that much because everybody else's kickers are kicking it in the end zone and punting it so high that they catch it. On ours, on the other side, the only thing I would give us an A in the special teams is our field goal kicker right now, uh, because we, re- I mean, you just you could give an A for return, but we really hadn't returned the ball that much, and then our punting is bad, <laughs> our our coverage is not great, uh, we don't kick it to the end zone, and I don't know if that's on purpose or not, but either way. Uh, we're giving guys, we're giving opponents the ability to start at probably. I would love to see Joe. Uh, Joe's taught me not to say what I feel uh, without <laughs> clarifying that it's a feeling. But it seems to me that we give the other opponents uh, a, a free extra first down or and a half because we're starting at the somewhere between the thirty and the forty a lot of times on defense when we run out on the field. 
And that that's not good when your defense is struggling. Hey, Ellis, I got to get out of here. I just realized I'm about up on my <laughs> my last break. So I'm going to go ahead and let you go. Thanks for those grades, man. And uh, Joe and I will catch up with you next week. All right. Roll tide, buddy. Roll tide. Come back on the with the finishing touches on the two-minute warning on the Martin Houston Show. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, no active wrecks. Roadways are looking good on a Friday morning, the day before Halloween. If you do see conditions, just give us a call, 205-886-8886. Great savings, tremendous October deals with extra rebates at Towns and Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good morning. A Clark County man, one of six people from Louisiana to Virginia who died as Hurricane Zeta brought trees down on homes and roadways Wednesday night into yesterday afternoon. The yet-to-be-identified man died when a tree crashed into his home. Aldot will begin work to improve the U.S. Highway 43 and Mitlary Road intersection. That'll begin Monday. The work will be done outside morning and evening rush hours, but there could be delays. Keep up with local news by clicking on TuscaloosaThread.com. I'm Don Hartley. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show. And I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home, make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Carving can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices. That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom size stone or, or custom shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you tell them that Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told you to stop by, you'll get a big discount. So call Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing at 205-331-6823 or visit them online at Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, LLC. The sound of Bama sports. Your show. Your team. The Martin Houston Show. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Hey, welcome back into the Martin Houston Show. We got Super Joe. Super Joe. Going to bring you in. You got about 60 seconds. We'll have to... Get it out of here. So, welcome into the Martin Houston show. What's on your mind, man? What's going on, I got one question right now. But how many players in Mississippi State gonna have out? You know, I'm here to hear. Heard about seven. I heard. Um, Joe and I went through it yesterday. Joe, it was it's it's somewhere between seven and ten that have left the team since the season started, and he's had about six or seven in the last couple weeks. Oh man, that's 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 a tough cookie, right? That's a tough steak. Rare along with it, but shoot, but yeah, then. But one thing I'll say about this, you know, that's that's going to hurt Mississippi State real bad. And and I say, like, with all fairness, though, you know, we just play good full quarters. And I, I don't think I don't think this game should be no different than a Tennessee game. But not saying that we should underestimate Mississippi State, which you never, which you never want to do that because everybody comes to play Alabama. No secret about it. But it's our victory. Come tomorrow night, roll tide. Roll tide, Super Joe. Appreciate that, man. Take care, partner. Take care. Uh, you know, real quick, I'm not going to get into the grades. I'm going to get a real couple quick uh, keys to victory. First of all, I think Alabama has to create a pass rush against Mississippi State. Uh, 
we cannot let KJ Costello and company sit back there uh, and pick us uh, apart because uh, if we're going to play man-to-man especially, uh, we're, we can't ask our DBs that Saban himself talked about uh, a lot of times they're having trouble with eye discipline. They're having trouble uh, with on-the-field discipline, meaning that not only are they not lining up correctly or playing their responsibility correctly, they're looking at the wrong things. When they're in man coverage, they're looking back at the quarterbacks. They're looking at other receivers, not looking at the man that they're covering, so they're losing them in coverage. So pass rush uh, limits those types of mistakes. Uh, we have to be better on third down. We cannot let them continue to to rack up first down. So third down defense has to be better uh, this week if Bama's going to win. And, of course, I already mentioned the, the safety and DB play has to be better. From an offensive standpoint, we just have to do what we've been doing, stay balanced uh, on the run game. I do think we'll see Najee Harris play and, and the running backs play a bigger role. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we won't have another 350-plus passing game from Mac Jones. I think you'll see uh, Alabama try to find a receiver to replace uh, the over-the-top aspect. Uh, so don't don't be surprised if we don't try to take a couple deep deep passes to some receiver. I don't know whether it'll be Mechie, who has shown the ability to do that, uh, as well, he has several of those 40-plus yard type receptions. So look for Alabama to try to uh, take the top off with either Mechie or Smith uh, to make sure that that element is still uh, on film for future games. And then last but not least, uh, watch Najee Harris having a big game, running the ball and a lot of play action passing. That may be how we get deep, uh, may not be just based on speed. Uh, I have Alabama winning this game going away uh, and uh, with my score. Uh, I have it once again uh, in the 52 uh, to probably 13. Uh, he probably won't kick a field goal, so I'm going to say 52-14 uh, would be the score, 52-14. And Bolden breaks 100 yards uh, as he goes against Mississippi State. I'm Mark Houston. That's Joe Gaither. Thanks to all the callers and all of our viewers and our listeners for your interaction this week. Roll tight. Go take care of Mississippi State. And remember this, trust in the Lord always. Lean not in your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your past. Roll tight. Let's all celebrate and have a good